chip on your shoulder. Everyone talking about a neutral AFC championship game, not even thinking about you guys. How much did that motivate you coming into this? You better send those refunds. <laughs> I'm from the city where they gotta play us. Fuck a coin flip, it's time to pay up. Don't cross the middle, 21 in the cut. We ain't hiding from nobody, run and tell them it's up. I'm from the city where they gotta play us. Fuck a coin flip, it's time to pay up. Don't cross the middle, 21 in the cut. We ain't hiding from nobody, run and tell them it's up. Back to back champs, kings of the north with it. Thinking they can hang with us, still ain't jumped out the porch with it. Long bomb to chase every Sunday, watch him go and get it. Double up on him, then we gon' double down on T. Higgins. Just throw Boyd in the mix, now you really iffy. Every Sunday, showing boys how they really gritty. They try to shuffle up the game on us, but they ain't icky. Flip the coin, kick the toe, ride to the go and get it. Never know what's gonna happen when Joe drop back. He gets shiesty in the pocket, I get shiesty on the track. Nobody on the team, all pro, that's all cap. Most all around team in the NFL, that's all fact. Ain't came across nobody yet. It seemed like they can hang with us They said we couldn't be Buffalo But see how we call they bluff Underdogs every week They keep on trying to label us Put your money on us Even if Vegas don't favor us No matter what We really came up now It's hard to fail I dare you come across that middle Von gon' ring your bell I know we under they skin Them boys built frail Eli Apple out there Chirping like a next tail You don't want Sam and Trey To come off them ends Rita clogging up the middle Like a big body bend Right behind them Logan and Pratt The turn over twins Jesse Bates in the backfield Just to clean up the loose ends We just drafted Cam and drafted Hill Instant gratification every time that they on the field We can't go back to what we was, cause that's the losing weight It's been hard to throw on us since we picked up a woozy eight. It's like win after win, feel like we could really do it Zach Taylor doing the same for the city, I give it to him And I bet Samaji will find a hole if you give it to him Hayden Hurst don't need a hole, he just plan on running through him Just hand it off to 28 and let him do the dash Getting hit by BJ Hill probably feel like a car crash Every week it seem like Lou digging deeper in his bag And if the game on the line, all my faith and money match I'm from the city where they gotta play us Fuck a coin flip, it's time to pay up. Don't cross the middle, 21 in the cut. And we ain't hiding from nobody, run and tell them it's up. I'm from the city where they gotta play us. Fuck a coin flip, it's time to pay up. Don't cross the middle, 21 in the cut. And we ain't hiding from nobody, run and tell them it's up. What do we say, dog? They gotta play us. They gotta play us. Who everybody? Welcome to a Tuesday episode of Bengals and Brews. That's when you know it's time to get fired up over the draft. Every season is a new opportunity to win the Super Bowl. They can try to take that away from us. We're going to bounce right back. We were right there. No bitching, no complaining, no whining. That's not who we are. We're not We're not the rest of these bitches. Chiefs fans worried about Carl Sheffers or whatever that cunt's name is. It's going to be reffing. We don't care. Like, y'all get the calls all the time, but we don't care. We still had your ass beat. It doesn't matter. But we're here to talk a little Senior Bowl. I am Del Allman, joined by Karen Horn and joined by Big Savage Greg Luther. What is up, my fellas? Nothing much. How you doing, man? How you doing? Just uh, to remind everyone that I am an, a credentialed journalist for this year's Senior Bowl, so... He didn't go to it, but... He no, was I didn't fucking go to it. I just did all the online stuff. I didn't send foot in Alabama. Fucking hellhole state. Fuck that shit. Up. <laughs> He's already uninvited for next year. <laughs> so there went those plans that we had for a short period of time. Quick question. Before we talk about any of these draft, draft prospects, let you, hopefully you've seen the movie here and you'd understand. Did ev- all these players get get uh, get invited? Invite 
did ever all these players' teammates go to their birthday party? You haven't seen draft day, have you? No, I've seen draft day. <laughs> Forget but, it. Then. I've seen it with Kevin Costner. Yeah, remember that top quarterback they tried to get, but the last second Kevin Costner found out a week. He, he was like the perfect. Uh, but Kevin Costner found out none of his teammates came to his birthday party. Yeah, and all that, and that's why he didn't want to draft him. Maybe he's just a bit of a nerd. And they didn't want to hang out and play video games for his birthday. You don't know. He, he still could have been a good quarterback. Yeah, you know, I, I'm just saying. We, no, 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 serious question. If you guys found out this this guy was like the perfect quarterback, but none of his teammates came to his birthday party, would that upset you? Well, no. if I scouted the guy for the entire time and then last minute I'm like, oh, my gosh, some of his teammates wasn't at his birthday party. No, not some of his – none of his teammates. Well – Okay, if he can ball, we can ball. I'll find yeah. his fucking new teammates for not going to it. Fuck it. I don't give a fuck. If he's going to yeah. win games, he's going to win fucking games. As long as he ain't done nothing illegal or nothing like creepy, I'll take it. All right. I was just curious what your guys' perspective Like, for example, Big Ben Roethlisberger threw his teammates under the bus every single Monday after a loss on live radio. Still won two Super Bowls. We'll forget about the other thing because I don't want fucking Steelers fans crying all night. But like, if he, if they win, they fucking win. The the if they're liked by their teammates is fucking irrelevant to me. Right. We're not talking about that, Matt. We're not talking. It's about- I hard, Matt. He's no, no, already Matt, said you know, multiple times. I hard is his favorite Christmas Matt, movie. Matt, I agree with you. It is a good draft day Christmas movie, Matt. I, I the only thing we can agree with Matt, it's about the Cleveland Browns. That's the only reason why I don't like it. But yeah, it for. For draft day. You're right, Matt. I agree with you. All right. Let's jump in by position, senior bowl standouts. I'm probably going to do a lot of the talking here, but then I'm going to toss to you guys if there's any of the guys that you liked. And then there's one guy that I'm obsessed with. And I'm sure he went to LSU. No, he didn't go to LSU. Okay. Well, when we get there, you'll have to say that was the guy. It's a Big Ten player. DeJuan Jones? No. Oh. All right, well, we'll start with – I don't have any quarterbacks honestly listed. I thought the quarterback play at the Senior Bowl was ass, and all the scouts and everybody else pretty much agreed with that. I guess Jake Hayner was the best of the bad bunch, So, and he won MVP for the game. Any thoughts on Jake Hayner or just pretty much no one gives a fuck? Scouting him last year. I think he's a genuinely quite impressive little quarterback, but – I, I just don't see him doing well in the pros. I don't think his game's suited to it. But I think maybe, he's a college quarterback. Maybe, what do you have him round-wise? Because I have him about, like, maybe a fifth rounder. Yeah. And and he has maybe a career, like, who's the guy that is always on a freaking roster? He's always a backup. He's made David decent Blau? money. Josh Johnson? No. David Blau? He's always on a fucking roster somehow. Josh Johnson is always on the roster, but I'm thinking of uh, Chase something. Oh, Chase, uh, he was on that commercial, wasn't he? Where, for like the uh, backup electricity. Uh, Chase Daniel. Chase Daniel. Chase Daniel. Chase Daniel's made a lot of fucking money. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's, that's the dream. That's the Isn't dream. Like 30 mil off it. Yeah, <laughs> just to be a backup that never, hardly ever played. No. He was on a commercial for electricity, like to have a backup. Uh, what was the thing called? Like a like a backup electricity. He's like everybody. Generator. That's right. That will never beat the coldest Crawford selling the coldest air conditioning in, in Nebraska. 
<laughs> I mean, next year's draft is going to have Kool Aid McKinnistry from Alabama in it. So, yeah, that's, a that's an elite name. name. That is elite. Well, this year's got Storm Duck from UNC. Does it? Or I think he might have transferred. Oh, shit, maybe. I think he might have uh, transferred to Oregon or somewhere. Uh, the third string guy at Oklahoma is called General Booty. There's some good names, man. I'm telling you. There's some good names coming up in the draft. Some Key and Pilskit-worthy names. Oh, but I didn't really – so uh, we'll say Jake Hayner, but, uh, I mean, he's at best fifth-round pick. A.J. McCarron type, you know, maybe he'll back I up. I handsome. Yeah, his wife's probably not as hot as AJ McCarron's wife or mom. So, yeah. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> running backs. I've got a few guys. I know, Greg, you have a running back. I'll name my two and then I'll let you get to yours. So, I think this is everybody's for Senior Bowl week was Ty J. Spears out of Tulane. Like, it was his ability to run routes and catch the ball that. They haven't seen as much throughout the season that impressed. But, I mean, I think he's moving up making himself some money. Um, Keeping him Joe Mixon. And then Eric Gray is another guy I like from Oklahoma because I, I think he's a smooth pass catcher. And, like, those are the type of guys, too, that I kind of, for the Bengals, where we pass the ball so much, I like those kind of guys. So they were impressive, but there's another guy I also have on my impressive list. But Greg, you said another one too. Yeah, Evan Evan Noel out of uh, Northwestern. I mean, one thing that stands out for me is pass protection. We're a pass offense first, pass offense second, and he can also receive the ball. I mean that right there. I mean, I used to like speed and all that. Um, to, to Sanders quickly, the thing that just scares the heck out of me is his injury history: torn meniscus, torn ACL. I mean, he's got explosive second-year speed. I mean, I used to be all about speed. But with this offense, I mean, don't get me wrong. You need speed. I, I'm all about for protecting number nine right now. Power. Exactly. It's all about power now. I mean, like, speed is, is great to have, but you also need good power and all that. Like, we've we've clearly shown as well, if we keep him mixing, mixing as a speed back and then using, like, p Ryan when we need either some pass pro or just to fucking smash a couple dudes out of the way for two yards, perfect. Yeah. And this is kind of where I am when I look at guys like this. So uh, Ken said, you know, fourth round draft. I think that's the prime range. And, and that's where I think Spears may have worked himself above that. But I think a guy like Eric Gray, Kenny McIntosh, who is actually on my reverse side of that list of senior bowl, he didn't stand out from Georgia. I thought he underperformed compared to what I expected to see. But he's also coming off a national championship and this, that, and the other. So. If you just look at his tape, I think he's a good pass catcher. He's not the blocker that you want to see. But at the same point in time, Kenny McIntosh, if he's there in the fourth. Uh, Eric Gray, the guy from Oklahoma I like, could be there in the fourth. And then your guy, Greg, the Evan Hall from Northwestern. He, I think he moved up. I had him more as a sixth, seventh-round guy just because he's not explosive. He's not, he's not the speed guy, but he just does everything pretty good. Yeah. My question everything. you got. What, what are we looking for in the running back? What is the ingredient? Are we looking for a guy to replace Mixon? Are we looking to an, for a guy to be kind of the opposite of P. Ryan, even though he should be a pass protector? What exactly are we looking for? Someone who's 300 pounds and can play offensive line? Yeah, that too. Well, no, and running back. And running back, I meant. Uh, I, I Honestly, 
I think because of the stable of running backs we've got already, guys like Chris Evans are going to need to get a look if they're staying. He's a fantastic player. I think if we, we, just, we just really, I wouldn't even say we need to draft for depth. But if, if Joe Mixon is going, then do we take a premier back or do we just take a guy who's a workhorse? 12 million, though. Uh, see, everything, everything when we talk about running backs. That's just too money. Just for I, I go back to that 12 million. I'm sorry. Like, we all we all love Joe. We think he's a damn good player. He's a damn yeah. good leader. Uh, I can't pay $12 million for sorry. one running back. No, it's just this is where the business side sucks at it. You know, I mean, I'm sorry. Now, I, I got a question. Do we save more money if we cut him before June or after June 1st? Uh, post June 1, it, it ends up saving like $10 million on the cap. Okay. Um, Thanks for half the fucking draft class. Right, pre June 1 is like a $7 million cap hit, which is still very substantial. You know right. what I mean? So, I mean, when I you're get- trying to do extensions or bring back a, I mean, shit, if that's. I don't think we're bringing back Pratt, but let's just say if it comes down to a million or two here that you could use to bring back Bell instead of not bringing back Von Bell. Yes. You got to do what you got to do. You can't. I think Mixon is easier to replace in the offense we run than some of these other guys that are up for contracts. I mean, you look at the Eagles and the Chiefs, all their running backs, I mean, Pacheco for the Chiefs, he's making, I think, barely less than a million or something. I mean, yeah. no offense. He's really to my, fucking good, too. I just, I hate using the word disposable. I hate using that word. But, I mean, Arian Foster, who had who had a decent career, even though he got hurt early, didn't even get drafted in one year. And look, look, he turned out just fine. You can get guys like rounds three through five. I mean, I'm sorry. You know, I'm just speaking facts right here. I mean, I know you had Christian McCaffrey was a first-round pick. But that's like he's mainly a receiver too, and all that. So, it, it I mean like I, I just think we're finally done seeing running backs go first round. I'm sorry, I just don't see it happening anytime in the future. Yeah, after Saquon, don't really make yeah. sense. I guess Najee's uh, a bit of a different story, but B, B. John Robinson's going first round. That's no. all another conversation we can no. have. Yeah, we in due time. There's some more senior bowl. We'll have that conversation about Bijan because sometimes <laughs> he slides in these mock drafts. It's a conversation worth having. Yeah, I personally, the running back type, I like him more of a Jameer Gibbs, but he's not going to be able to pass block like Bijan can. So if you want the all-around guy, it's Bijan. But like I said, we'll talk about that more. But these were just senior bowl guys. And uh, other senior bowl guys, like for the Bengals, I would say Eric Gray probably like stands out the most for me, just where he could get drafted and his skill set. Because he can run the ball. He's got good speed. He's a good pass catcher. He needs to improve his pass blocking, though, yeah. which a lot of these guys do. A lot of them do because I've scouted all of them. A lot of them need to improve that, except like your Evan Hall. I'll give you a name, Hunter Lepke, but he's more of a freak out of North Dakota State, but he's going to be a – he's basically like a Kyle Juszczyk for the 49ers. He's more of a fullback type guy. Yeah, he can catch passes and block, but he's also like 245. He's not going to give you that explosiveness that – that I want to see from a running back. Yeah. Moving on to wide receivers. So did you guys have any wide receivers that you want to talk about? And then I'll get into mine. We'll start with you, Karen, first from the senior bowl week. Uh, Jaden Reed from Michigan state. Yeah. I've got him on my list. He is on my list of four. I have four names written down. He has full, full speed. So he's got, 
the, the only thing I don't like is that he's a little bit small. He's 5'10", 190. But, I mean, look, we've got Trent Taylor and Trent and Owen on the roster. They're not giant fucking dudes. He's only going to be used as a rotational depth piece, I think, unless maybe we creep him up into playing slot, gearing up for Tyler Boyd eventually leaving. Because let's be honest, if we're keeping two receivers, it's Higgins and Chase. It is not Chase and Boyd. Um, yeah, I just like what he can do in the slot. He creates so much separation. It's ridiculous. Seems like he's almost wide open on every single play. So that's a guy I'd like to see. If he's there at the start of round three, fuck it, grab him. Yeah, uh, well, not start around. It'd be end of round three. But I think that's about where he could be, like, honestly. And then, Greg, do you have a guy that stood out for you during the Senior Bowl? Yeah, when I watched a little bit of it here and there, uh, Michael Wilson from Stanford came to my mind. And one thing that came to my mind is they said TJ Hushman's eyes been training him. And that I think we all can agree, big connection with the Bengals right there. Uh, he's got explosiveness, separation, very fluid. They said he was in a horrible offense at Stanford, but the number oh, one yeah. Stanford but, is fucking ass. But the horrible one, one thing that just gets me right here is his medical issues and all that. That's just the thing that scares me. But you know, TJ Hushmanzada, I mean that that enough says you know the Bengals want to know more about him. They're going to call him pretty much. So you know he 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 did a great job. So that's just I don't know what round he's. Do you guys know what round he's supposed to go in? I, I had him I had him as like a seventh round guy and a lot of that was injuries, but after his senior bowl week and just special teams value alone, you gotta move him up at least a round to start with. And then and then as the Kieran, did you say fourth or fifth? Fourth. See, I would think his like, for me got, his ceiling's got, probably I got fifth. Late fourth, early fifth. I just yeah. think like obviously the injuries are a concern, but sometimes you just got to look past that and go with a player he's going to be damn good special teams player at minimum so and every team can use that and if he, if he can get past his injuries and have a productive career because but i mean that's that is a huge question mark i'll throw a couple more so you guys said Jaden reed and i agree with everything you said michael wilson um tank dell man i really yeah. like tank dell he, he worries me because thin frame. I'm worried about injuries. Like, he hasn't had the injuries. Very productive. Hell of a return man. Speed for days. Like, I would love to see him as a Bengal. When I was on Jeff's show, I was saying, like, he's a Houston receiver. They had Marcus Jones, who was a Houston cornerback, and he lit it up with the Patriots this year. I think Tank Dell will have that effect. I just, I'm worried that he almost played too well, that he's going to not be there at the end of the third or end of the fourth kind of range that we would want to take a guy Those like that. We can kind of trade around a little bit, though. Yeah. Yeah, if it's fourth round, you could move up some for a six-round future pick, yeah. Did you guys have any thoughts on Tank Dell? Have you watched him? Have you watched even – I've heard of him. Obviously, the name Tank. When you hear the name Tank, you figure that's a line there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dude weighs 170. Yeah. <laughs> name I would – that's like calling an offensive lineman. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. But, I mean, no. I mean, it do. I mean, you brought up the Marcus Jones. I'm going to say, I think we all noticed him in that Patriots game. That guy was driving me nuts in that game and all that. Now, can he – is he athletic? Can he play both sides of the ball? Offense and defense, or just offense? no? No, he he is not. He has not played corner. He's a wide receiver and a damn good one, damn productive one. 
he's a little older too. That's the thing. Like he's, I can't remember if it was like 24 around his draft, but Marcus Jones was 25 coming out of Houston also. But they obviously have a good special teams coach that produces damn good returners because Tank Dell come in and did the job after Marcus Jones and did it. Just is he a slot early. guy? Is he slot? He, his speed, he can play on the outside. Like frame-wise, yes, you would think, oh, that's a, a slot guy. But his speed, he can burn anybody from any spot, a wide receiver. Right. I was talking, a friend of mine told me this is a deep slot receiver class. Can you guys confirm that? Yes. There is a Not ton long, of guys that are 5'10". Yes. That's what we're looking for. I mean, that's exactly what we're looking for is a slot guy. Yeah. Okay. Hypothetical. I know he wasn't at the senior bowl. Damn it. Come if on. he's there at the end of the second. Is he, Is this LSU? Do we take Keishon Butte? Oh, because he's a first-round talent, but obviously, man's doing some mad sex parties. So, do we maybe, if he's there at the end of the second, take him? I don't know because he, I, I mean, I talent-wise, you would say yes, but it's one of those things where this team is where they're so Super Bowl close. The character concerns are a big thing to he use. Was just doing sex though, he wasn't like it wasn't with a minor or like non-consensual. Man was just laying the hammer down. On just having orgies, the... right? He's just having orgies. It was just him and his wide receiver coach plowing out some chick who worked for LSU. It's not that deep. It's not like he was doing Deshaun Watson stuff or Jackson Carmen stuff. My man was just vibes in a hotel room. I don't see the problem with that. I, I, I don't know. That would be tough. I thought you were actually going to say Jalen Wyatt because that was one we had. Uh... I like him, but again, so fucking small. Ah, yeah, it's a but smaller frame, but his speed is know. like his speed is like four two nine speed. That's the thing, though. If we are drafting a wide receiver, we're potentially looking at a guy who can fill Tyler Boyd's slot. That you know what I'm saying? Like we maybe we we it's a good class for us in terms of replacing Tyler. I hate to say it. I'm not doing anything emotional. I'm just thinking all business at this point. I know. Not to change. Well, you have to. Not hey guys. Not to change the subject or anything. But you brought up Tyler Boyd. Let me just ask you one quick question. Could you see Tyler Boyd getting cut or not being in Bengal stripes next year? Just a quick question. I don't think he'll get cut, but I think he'll potentially get traded. I I think he'll be here. Okay, that's all I want to know because it, it has it has come to my head. I mean. Because, like I say, we're going for slot guy right here and all that. I just hope, you know, just something to think about. All right. Maybe I'll have more rapid fire this because we're going to get questions like this, which I'll go ahead and answer because I want people to – obviously, our show is more, you know, we we love interacting with everybody. So, sometimes I just like to show my draft knowledge, but I you're right, guys. I got to get to your questions. So, Mozzie Smith, I yeah, Stranger, I kind of answered that on Jeff's show, but what are you guys' thoughts on I, I like Mozzie Smith. I don't think he's there in the third. Like, I got him as a high second-round guy. Yeah, I got him high up in, in terms of, like, D-line guys as well. Like, it, it's – um, what's his face from Georgia? J- Jalen Carter, Jacqueline Roy, and Maze is right there. So, Jesus I don't even know if you Jacqueline Roy is not that high. But... Jacqueline Roy is the second best defensive tackle in this. No, third. Sorry. I forgot Brian Breeze. He's third. It's not and even close. Don't chat to me, bro. He's third. 
It's not even close. Keanu Benton from Wisconsin. There's so many guys. Yeah. Hey, hey, There's so many guys better than monster, bro. Hey, hey, Dale, since you brought up that guy from Wisconsin, because you showed me some of the guys that interest you, I, I looked him up. He's a big athletic guy. He's, it says he's big athletic, not that explosive, but he is a big dude and all that. Can you tell us a little bit about him? Because he caught my attention. Uh, Keanu Benton? Yeah, from Wisconsin. Yeah, he had a good senior bowl week. I, I think he is up there in the top three or four. He's more of your three tech. Yeah, maybe he's not the most explosive, but he's he's not – He's not a nose tackle. He is more of a pass rush guy. He does everything well. He can play the run well, and he can play the pass well. How tall is he? Like six foot four? Is that correct? Damn it, Greg! You would make me have to look this stuff up. I don't know off the top of my head. We're just talking D line. What about that kid from Baylor? Siaki Aikai, I think it is. Yeah, Siaki Aikai. That's a lot of people have him. Fucking behemoth, dude. I know a lot of people have him third rated, and they have him as the next coming of DJ Reader. Even though Reader was a fifth round pick, they have him as like first round pick. But you know who else was from Baylor that was going to go in the first and he went in the fourth? Billings. Billings. And then Billings wasn't even that good. No. Here, so after being a fourth round, and I was really excited about him. So, oh, I was. I, I, I'm just I, not I, making that mistake again. I don't know. You hate. You don't want a uniform scout, but he he's one of those guys who'll get pressure. He'll do stuff, but he doesn't always finish the plays. For me, Karen. Yeah, we're, no, way, one, we're way off of the senior bowl. Already. The one thing I found on tape for him was that his motor didn't. He just like he gave up on plays really yes. easily. I think because what it is is because he's such a big physical dude. When he doesn't win with just power, he just kind of fucking gives so, up. Yeah. Like his biggest problem as well when he's he's, he's double teamed a lot just because of the sheer fucking size of the dude. He's eating up the block. So is Andrew like, Billings. So is a lot of guys. In but college. like sometimes he cannot set his pad level and just gives up all leverage and gets pancake. I'll be yeah. straight up, guys. When you're willing to bear Baylor jersey, maybe I'm, I'm I mean, if you guys can think of, I'm sure there's probably a couple, but normally <laughs> I'm Baylor. Do Baylor guys ever work out in the NFL? Thank you. I will never in my life draft a Baylor receiver. Kendall Wright, Corey Coleman. Oh, Dude, Corey a, Coleman. Was, thankfully, he, thankfully, he went to the Browns at pick 10. But, dude, but, I love Corey Coleman. I wanted draft. him. I wanted Denzel Mims over T. Higgins. I have no problem saying that. I wanted Mims over T. Higgins. Josh Gordon's a beast as well. Yeah, Josh Gordon was a beast, but, you know. If but, yeah, no. Coleman, I wanted... That man would have been the best receiver to ever play yeah. football. But, no, seriously, Baylor receivers just don't work out. I mean, I'm not... am I wrong? I mean, they just don't work out. No, I. but it's, it's just with him. I don't be great either. I think he's got potential. He's going to need the right system, the right – which, I mean, that's – 80% of this, right? You can say, oh, this guy, these traits, this and that. It's coaching, system, the people that are around, the culture, even on the teams. Like, Right. It's not often you get a guy like, you know, Joe Burrow or Jamar Chase who's just going to be good no matter where they fucking yeah. go. Yeah. But, uh, so, I don't know. Siaki, I can, I, I'm very... I, I'm down on him a little bit right now just because I like the size. I I know, but I'm just huge, bro. Would you I take hope, him? I hope someone takes him in the first round. 
because that means somebody else better is sliding. He's number thirty-five on my big board. So yeah, no, a lot. Of, I mean, he's projected a lot. I have him more as like a middle second round guy, like what I think he where he should go. But I'm hoping someone takes him so it slides a better player to us at the end of the first. No, no, no. In my, when I did the pro football focus thing, he was always there around the end of the first round. Would he fill? Could he fill that three tech role, or is he more of a, a nose tackle? He's more of a nose tackle. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's yeah. just he eats up just because of his size alone. He just eats up blocks every time. Like he's double teamed a majority of the time just on size alone. But if yeah. you get like a kind of longer, just an offensive lineman with longer arms who can go in and get into his pads before he can get himself set, he he really struggles. But this is going back to the the where we started with this was Mozzie Smith. So stranger, I agree. Like he's got that big body, three thirty, but he's way more athletic, and he's he's got I don't. It's that it's that thing like Joe Burrow has. It's that dog in him that you can't explain. Like this guy more willing to you know finish plays, and it just seems like he's got more heart. I, I you hate to say that about a player because you can't. It's something you can't measure, but. You just feel that off of the tape. At least I do. We got uh, Ken here with uh, Peter Skaransky. Yeah, he's gone when we draft. Yeah, I, I've got Par- I've got you know Paris Johnson and him as the top two guys that I think I both got, go. Skaransky, but like literally, he's one place above Johnson for me. So yeah. like it's I, that's what like- I mean. I think I think they're both top fifteen. Like, I have Johnson a little higher, but I can understand people. Skarasi's just a little smaller. He's not your ideal build for I, a I, tackle. I just, I just don't think he's as good in the run game. Like, he's not as explosive as Johnson is. Like, he comes off the ball pretty quick, but, like, he's not got that power to drive through someone and create an extra running lane. So, I would take Johnson over him, but I think if we need somebody to purely pass protect, if he puts 20 pounds on in camp, I'd be happy with it. Yeah, but I don't think we get a shot at either of those guys. Oh, no fucking chance. No, no. So let's talk about this. At 31, who has a legit shot at being there at 31, at 28 right now? Yeah, we were thinking 31 because we were winning that. I can give you all my picks from around that. Well, let's just – because I am – are we talking offensive tackle here? Because this kind of goes with it. Yeah, what offensive tackle would be there? Roderick Jones is the left tackle from Georgia that Ken is mentioning here. And I have have him as three. I have him as third best offensive tackle. So he's not going to be there. I I don't think so. But is he your third best offensive tackle also? Do you have anyone higher? Uh, Let me double check. Sorry. All my shit's in big text because I can't read properly. But I was just going to say that because uh, I think he's third best offensive tackle. And I went and looked like the last 10 years. So I was sending that to Derek and stuff last week. And I was like, you know, just curious because I'm like, some years you'll have, I think one one year there was five offensive tackles taken in round one mm-hmm. total. But most years it's three or four. And before pick 28, it's usually three is kind of that number. There's usually three tackles taken before pick 28 on average. You know, anywhere three and a half, whatever, 3.25. But, you know, you can pretty much count on at least three being gone. So that's why I have the third one being 
Broderick Jones. Let me ask you this: since we're talking tackles, what do you t- what is your take when people say he's got short arms? Do you guys give a crap about that? Or yes, take- it's very important. It matters. Okay. Like, for example, the Bosa brothers both have very short arms, and until they got into an NFL system and learned NFL stuff, they struggled with ta- like with tackles or guards with long arms, just from the virtue of their arms being short. What it allows you to do, especially if you can use your arms properly, no, no one's getting a hand in your chest, so they're not moving you. If you can get out, hold of someone's pads, it's fucking done. If you've got long arms, like Tyler Linderbaum, for example, fantastic center, but his short arms just limit that he could never go anywhere else on the line. So where did you end up having Broderick though? Thirty. It was he. Your third, yeah, he, yeah, he's fat guy. Okay. So That's much- what I mean. Like it depends. It always depends, but just me looking back at it, because you like to see trends, and there's always trends. And you know, like I said, some years there was five guys going, and it really it doesn't matter about left tackle, right tackle, just offensive tackle, and it's usually three to four are gone by twenty eight. So like the fourth guy is typically there more than he's not, is what I saw. So we'll just say that Roderick Jones is gone. But if he's not, is that a guy to look at and where you have him ranked there? Hell yeah, it is. But if you get around that spot and he's there, mm -hmm. but maybe somebody like Noah Sewell or Trenton Simpson, a big linebacker is there. Do we go for them over the tackle and then defer that pick to the next round? Noah Sewell, when I I did pro football, you have him as a first-round pick? He's a he's a first second round guy. First, early second. Yeah. He, no, no, no. So like, I just want to get Soul that way. All the team Soul people can shut up, and we can like, hey, we drafted Soul finally. It's so all you shut up finally. <laughs> no, he he's he's an absolute savage at linebacker. He's had a couple injuries here and there, but like as especially if we have to replace people at linebacker, like maybe Jermaine Pratt. He's better than Jermaine Pratt, I think. But Jermaine Pratt, third round pick. Logan Wilson, third round pick. Keem Davis Gaither, fourth round pick. Where 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 is them getting picked, Matt? Last time we picked a linebacker, Karen they're the good. They're good. The draft status after I, this is irrelevant. I feel like linebackers, you don't have to pick as early to get a damn good one. Keith, Even like you look at like San Francisco who has some of the best linebackers. Fred Warner is like fifth round pick. Uh, Dre Greenlaw is like fifth round pick. Like some of the best linebacking cores are are made up of guys who are, you know, third to fifth round guys at linebacker. Hey, Dale, first round, remember Keith Rivers, top 10 pick. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, Patrick Queen is good. Yeah. For Baltimore. But honestly, as a first round pick, he's not like elite. Hey, he played on the. He, he, his draft stock went up purely just for the fact that he De- played Devin on Bush. The greatest roster. Devin ever. Bush. We would have. No, no. We, Devin I, Bush on the Steelers. We all wanted him. He went, you know, the Steelers traded up, took him at 10. And then we took Jonah at 11. But I'm just saying, Devin Bush hasn't, like, been something phenomenal at linebacker. No. The only – now, one linebacker that was phenomenal in the top 10, who's that guy for the Buccaneers also came out of LSU that year with Devin Devin White. What was his name? Devin White. Yeah. He actually worked out pretty well. But work out that often. But I guarantee you this. Darius Leonard a first-round pick? What's that? Wasn't Darius Leonard a first-round pick, too? Was he? For yeah, Colts. for the Colts. Yeah, oh. he is a smaller school, wasn't he? I think he and, was. Uh, 
And they like that was kind of a shocking draft pick because he was projected like the third round guy that year. He's a monster. Well, who's who's laughing now? Yeah. If, Man, I got a fucking piss, boys. I'll be right back. I mean, my dog's barking. <laughs> Let's talk about tight ends then, Greg. Are there any tight ends that caught your eye at the senior ball? Uh, I'm sorry. What, can you repeat that one more time? Oh, were there any tight ends that caught your eye at the you know senior what? ball? I really did not do that much work on tight ends. I mainly like did um, offensive linemen. Do you mind if we still stick to the offensive line, dude? This guy caught my attention just because no teeth in the front and the long red hair. Um, yes, Cody. Cody is a mock out of North Dakota State. Played all five positions. I mean, he just he works around the line, quickness, pulling plays, agility, outside zone runs. I mean, why not, right? Volson, I, I think did really well. Why not him? Where do you have him projected? So I got him in like the mid-second round just after his his draft stock really came up for me with seeing what he's done um, at the Senior Bowl. His mental ability is just off the charts. Like his IQ is phenomenal. The fact yeah. how quickly he reads, recognizes plays, calls adjustments. Obviously, there's a relationship there with him and Volson, former teammates. Yes. If, if we could get him in the second, I think it would be a steal, especially yeah. because of how Joe processes the, the game and how great his mental ability is. Same with Ted. Same with a lot of guys on the line. It's it's the mental game. Yeah. Having him in the line would just do us wonders. But can you imagine how many T-shirts would be made with his face on it? T-shirts would, would have one within a week. No, within I think within the next day almost. I mean, I mean, you look at that, that that's what I want and all that and stuff. But no. It's, it's interesting about mental ability. Cedric Oboy, we drafted him. He had the long arms, had the athleticism, but he would just get bull rushed and bull rushed because Lapham said he did not have the mental toughness in him. And mental toughness is something you do not teach anybody. I mean, if if, if, if it's like simple footwork, that can be fixable stuff. What I've always done when I when I've I, I'm not like up there with you and Dale, but I look at the weaknesses of every player and I say to myself, is this something I can easily fix? I'll give you an example. Jamar Chase, you know what one of his weaknesses was? That he had Joe Burrows as quarterback. Well, I think we could all agree that's crossed off the list. So Yeah, no. it What I meant, though, in terms of like his mental ability was like his football IQ. Yeah, okay. Because he is insanely smart. Say what you want about going to an FCS school. I can't speak to North Dakota State's academics, right. but like his football IQ is off the charts. He's so smart. Like I said. He's getting out there. He's calling protection. He's calling out the mic. He's telling the line where to move. He's giving the quarterbacks reads. It's fantastic. And I would love for him to be on our line. Because like I said, what, it would work with how well Joe is. What position do you put him at? Who you guys talking about? And see where he plays Cody the road, the, the, the Dale, if we got him, me and Kara were talking, wouldn't, wouldn't Cincy shirts or somebody have a t his face on a shirt within a day or two? Oh, for sure. Then you might not get your order for two months. Like, I'm still waiting on my four shirts that I ordered. You but, are? Yeah, where do you have Cody Mock ranked? I mean, I mean, like, he was just talking about how smart he is mentally and all that. And I kind of, well, he didn't mean it like this. But remember, we had Cedric Oboy. He had all the traits, but he would just mentally get bull rushed. I mean, yeah, Oboy, he was coming off an injury, but he had a small frame. That was a terrible fucking pick. I said it at the time. And. Him and John Ross, just bad fucking picks, man. Knew it at the time. But anyways, they didn't ask for my advice. Um, Cody, 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 Cody Ma, uh, he's a guard. He's going to play guard. He's He played left tackle at North Dakota State, but he's going to play guard, just like Volson. 
and we don't need a guard, guys. Like, uh, for especially he's going to go second round, in my opinion. At worst, he goes early third, and I, and we would have to. That means we would have to take him at the end of the second. I'm not investing the draft capital on another guard having Kappa and Volson already here. No, I guess you're right. But love the player. Like, love the player. Right. Like, I think he's going to be a damn good player. I think he's probably going to be a little better than Volson. And we saw how good Volson was. Like, I think Volson is only going to get better, but hopefully. Volson yeah. is like 25, guys, by the way. Like, that was the thing. His age coming out. Like, he's supposed to be a refined, you know, product yeah. coming out. But, but, but uh, Karen, you brought up the tight ends. What tight end stood out for you? Because I really, I, I mainly was like looking at the offensive line. What tight end? But tight end, obviously, I think we need two. Free agency in the draft. We need two tight ends. I think it's free agency in the draft we go. Or maybe we draft two tight ends. Who knows? But what tight end stood out to you in the most? In the- Durham out of Purdue. Absolute fucking freak. Yeah. That guy's a monster. Like, I'm not saying he's like elite in terms of like an athlete. So fucking strong though. His pass protection ability is absolutely blinding. And if you great know, red, great red zone target. Oh yeah, he's fucking absolutely huge. But like, he's not gonna be in there like Hayden Hurst making big catches and hurdling motherfuckers. He's gonna be in there on a lot of these like twelve man sets when we got guys pass protecting, and he's just gonna run somebody over. An absolute beast. What's his name again? Payne Durham. Okay, Purdue. Purdue. Okay, cool. All right. So there, I had three from the Senior Bowl. Derek Sky, Luke Musgrave, Oregon State, which Ken Dipple is showing down there. 6'6", 250. Only played two games to injuries this year. Um, he's more – he's not the blocker like Payne Durham. Like, I, I like the guys that are blockers. Darnell Washington, uh, even Michael Mayer, tight end-wise. Like, give me the blockers. And my third guy that's, that had a good Senior Bowl week was more – because of his size, a Cincinnati Bearcat, you know, we Wiley. are, yeah. So Josh, Josh Wiley had a, had a good week just based on how big he came in and how good he did pass blocking and run blocking because his weakness coming in was how good of a blocker is he? And he showed that in yeah. practices. Maybe I'm a little biased like him, like how Karen is with LSU, but when I saw him play for the Bearcats, I'm like, this dude looks like an NFL tight end, and I was talking to Santori a little bit about him. And I'm like, Santori, why is this guy projected a fifth or sixth round pick? And Santori simply said, it's because of the uh, his uh, his numbers went down this year. I'm like, well, could, well, UC went through like two quarterbacks that weren't doing anything. I mean, we, like we lost Des Ritter, we lost a bunch of people. I just I don't think that's fair at times to the player when you have a quarterback that's not playing that well. I mean, Wiley, in my opinion, looked like. Maybe I'm just saying because I'm a Bearcats fan. He looked like the second or third round pick to me. I was going to say, I had him in like the late fourth, early fifth. I don't think he's that good personally. Yeah, I had him as a potential third round guy last year. It's his size that worries me. I don't think he's big enough to play tight end in the NFL. But Well, he kind of proved that wrong this week at the Senior Bowl. That's what I mean. Like he's starting to move. But I had moved him down too because you have to. Like I know, yeah, hey, you don't have – Ritter this year quarterback for UC but at the same point in time even more reason that a great tight end should be getting some more catches you know so to me that goes hand in hand like he if he is so great 
he should have got more catches. But I think he bulked up, and I think he's proven that he wants to do both. He wants to be able to block. But I still have him as like a fifth-round guy also. Well, I know he wasn't the single ball, but Dale, you're up a good point because you look at Meyer. I mean, I don't even know who the hell Notre Dame's quarterbacks were the last two or three years. They kept switching quarterbacks. Notre Dame doesn't even know that. What's that? Notre Dame doesn't even know who that No, and Meyer was. still produced as a top time. I remember when uh, Dale, I'm sure you can vouch for this. Like Ohio State, I was watching that game. <laughs> Meyer was just running all over the field. I'm like, how the hell do you guard this guy? I mean, I, but I, I, I'm just going to tell you guys right now, please stop. I just don't think he's going to be there 28. I just don't think that's going to happen. No, I think he's gone in the top 15 or 20 picks. Easily. I just don't see that happening. Right. And, but it's all hypotheticals, right? Because we don't know. Yeah. Like, you know, we can we can guess. We can give our thought. If he's there, because you yeah. have to – we see it in the – which a lot of these mock draft simulation stuff, they're behind. Like, oh, yeah. Or they're like, oh, consensus mock draft, you know. So they're taking some where it's like, oh, scouted this before the season. You know, they're they're going to change so much, and then oh, it's dude. Be, oh, well, dude, who who was that one D two came out of Michigan a couple years ago? He was supposed to be a first round pick. The Raiders got him, but they found out he had like an enlarged heart, and everybody's like, oh no, I ain't touching this guy and all that. Well, there, yeah, I know who you're talking about, but Hurst, yeah, was, Hurst, yeah. There's so that, but there's like the medical stuff or like. It used to be the guys who would fail their drug test. Yeah. Which now it's like, oh, if it's marijuana, most of them don't even give a fuck. But yeah, that, that would drop guys. No one gives a shit about weed anymore. Right. But that would drop guys two or three rounds, you know. And it was like, well, that's not information you can have when you're doing your hypotheticals on Joe Blow's Bengals of Bruce podcast, you know. But offensive tackles, moving on. Because that's been a big topic. I, I, had, I had one more. Tight end? Talk about. Tight end? It is a god, though. Oh, well, I was going to... I was talking Senior Bowl. Yeah, he's from. he played in the Senior Bowl. So I was moving on from tight ends to O-tackles and then going to guard. Okay. We're doing I know you guys ball. already talked Cody, so I'll mark him off. But O-tackles, we... Dewan Jones, he only had one practice. I would have liked to see more just to see. But that one practice was really good, and he's a mountain. Am I correct? He has an 89 and a half wingspan. Yes, that's insane. yeah. Oh, I think the long arms thing. We can confirm he's, the dude's got long arms. I want to know what Michael George's wingspan was. So uh, a bit less. Now, where's could he be there? Would he be probably there at 28 or no? He, I mean, he should be. Like a lot of services have him ranked yeah. anywhere between 50 and 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 like 90, and that's where I'm like. See, if you get into the scouts, the Dan Jeremiah's, and the people like that, yeah, a lot of them have him. You know, he's solidly in the top thirty. I mean, six eight three seventy nine. I mean, I think we can all agree we can check off uh, uh, size. I think he passed that. It's going to be the whole how can he handle speed rushers, this, that, and the other. Yeah. But I mean, if he's there at twenty eight, do I consider him? Yes, for sure. Me personally. And another guy along with that who had a great senior bowl week and he played the whole week was Darnell Wright. I got yeah, one bad rep that where a sack was given. Well, it wasn't even a sack in the quarterback hit, but he got all turned around. But overall, after he was moved to right tackle at Tennessee from left tackle, he was playing. He played so much better at right tackle and he looks like a solid pro. Yeah, I read so about th- it. Thoughts on those two, uh, Kieran? 
Can we can we really go wrong? Like it, like I feel like a lot of this draft realistically is just for depth anyway. We're gonna get some starters out of it, but like I think we could afford to get a right tackle starter though for the Bengals wise. Is this a deep tackle class in general? I wouldn't say deep. Sigh. Okay. I would I would say if you don't get a guy in the first or second round and we're picking at the end of the second, you're not gonna get a guy. Okay, but like a guy like Osiris Torrance, although he's a guard. Yeah, I've read about him. He's strong as hell. Um, yeah, that... he might do all right at tackle. Well, I mean, he's got the size for it. He's like six but... five. Like I, I know, but he's played guard. Yeah, like was that your other guard that you wanted to mention? I got a lot of linemen I want well, to no, out, but like he's one of the guards who stood out for me at the senior bowl. Yeah, Torrance is my guard. Guard one. It says he would fit in a gap level scheme. Do the Bengals run that much gap level scheme? I mean, in runs, we run a lot of gap runs, I guess. Yeah, no, no, because that's what it said he'd fit in. A, yeah, he's quick thinking. That's definitely something you need, especially with the speed you guys keep talking about. You definitely need to be quick thinking the last second. So that's one thing that stood out when I read about him. That's People, people don't, like, think about that enough, how important it is for your lineman to be switched on mentally and to be able to process things quickly. Yep. Like, the reason Ted Karras is as good as he fucking is is because of that. Yeah, no, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and scheme versatile. Like, you want that. Yeah, because Ted Karras, I think, has played at the NFL level almost every position on a line. And different schemes, because honestly, like, the Bengals have had to adjust their scheme mid-year almost every year, especially when it comes to the run game. Uh-huh. So you got to figure out, okay, who we have, what we're best at, and then injuries haven't helped with that, have to adjust. But um, so Dewan Jones, Darnell Wright, I, I, I would take either of them at the end of the first to plug in at right tackle. Anton Harrison didn't play in the Senior Bowl from Oklahoma, but that's another guy. I have him kind of right up there with those guys. I I think coming in, he was higher than those guys, but I, I honestly think those guys are better pure right tackles than him. So I think he may slide a little. And uh, But my other guy, just offensive tackle-wise, was uh, Bergeron for the Senior Bowl from Syracuse. Oh, I think fucking beast. I think he'll either end up being a guard or a left tackle. Like he's doesn't have the meat, the size on him to be like a right tackle. But he had a good week. But I think he's a mid second round guy. You you know who I'm, I'm going to go back to Jessica from OSU. Uh, okay, why 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 am I forgetting his name? Chiefs left tackle right now. What's his name? Orlando Jones. Orlando Jones. Well, I remember when Orlando came, Brown. Orlando Brown. When he came into the draft, I think Orlando was, Jones is that a comedian? Yeah, yeah, no, he was. Uh, he was like an old Disney, Disney, uh, uh, Disney star back in his day. Yeah, Orlando Jones. I uh, know Orlando Brown. Whoever the hell he is. No, okay, but anyway, I remember when he came out of Oklahoma. He was this big guy, but he like did not. But he, and that's what, like big guy like Dur D Jones is. But, like, he tested so badly at the Combine. He didn't get picked in the third round. But look how he's playing now, though, man. None of it seemed to matter. See, so. I never put Stack in the, in the fucking Combine that much anyway. 
because of what Mike Maluda did, where he just trained for it, beasted I, it. I love the chat so stopped. much. The replacements as uh, Keanu Reeves was quarterback, right? Okay, yeah, Orlando Jones, man. That yeah, that's right, that's right, that's right. God, the chat always comes through with whatever weird shit is bouncing around in my head. Plus, yeah. that's from the chat real quick. Derek, don't be mad at Crip. It's not his fault. He's not the one who sexually assaulted a bag of powder donuts. Jesus. We do, Chris, one day we need to meet you and Orange Hair. Just need to meet up one day, man. The fucking Deshaun Watson of Krispy Kreme over here. What the fuck? Yeah, Brown did have a horrible... And that's the thing, like, a lot of people are like, Orlando Brown would not solve the Bengals' problems at left tackle. No. Not for the price, anyway. Not for the price. He's not that fucking good. He's all right. No, he was he better He was right a tackle. better right... T- yes, and he wanted <laughs> to be a left tackle. To play left tackle, and they already had Ronnie Staley, Stanley at left tackle. That's why he... They, he was one of the best right tackles in the league, but he's like, no, my dad said I'm going to be a left tackle. And the Chiefs, like, I, I forget what they traded away, but it was like a ton of draft picks. He was a first-round pick. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, well, like, we should have drafted him in the third, to be fair. Like, yeah. Marvin even had that connection during that draft. But whatever, he would have left. It well, doesn't matter. Moving on. All right, so Torrance. Guard, we kind of mentioned him. Beast, nothing else to really say, right? Yeah, a big fucking giant man who manhandles people. He looked, it just like he, yeah, he was decent at Florida because Florida are an absolute shithole team. Like he looked outstanding there in that offense, but like, but he came from a small school. At the Senior Bowl, he transferred to Florida for this past year. But yeah, he he looked. Fantastic at Florida, despite them being a dog shit team. And he looked even better at the senior bowl. I think his draft stock went. I think he could honestly go in the first round if teams really, really like him. But Karen, like Dale said, is a weird draft need guard in the first round, though. That's the thing. Depends. Yes. For us, no. But like, oh, no, no. For the Bengals, no. That's what I'm saying. Like, Torrance is offensive guard one. He's an easy top 20 pick. Like, so if he's. So if he's there in the end of the first round, you would take him. Not for the Bengals. Okay, not for the Bengals. Okay. But like if you need a guard, yeah. Yeah, I'm talking for the Bengals. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. We we're fine. Uh, honestly, would he being depending who's off the board, who's on the board, would it be consideration? For me, yes, just because he's that damn good. And I'm still not hundred percent sold that Volson has this upside being as old as he is. But I think we need improved tackle more than guard. So yeah, no, yeah, no, no. It, it's just we're kind of not getting Lyell back at the start of the season. Yeah. What is it, Collins? I don't. Yeah, could be getting, injured. We're not. We're not. We're not getting Lyell back until like at least midway through the season. Yeah, what and if, that's if you don't cut him and save the money before. How do you get? I love Lyle. I think he's a fucking. But like Lyle is a guy who fell in the draft for reasons beyond his control. He was implicated in a murder. He didn't do it, obviously, but 
Collins, what what injury did he have that what does he have where he's not going to be back to the middle of the season? Wasn't it his ACL? Oh, that's right. Duh. What am I saying? Yeah, yeah ACL takes like a a year to heal. I mean, shit. Look at Joe Burrow last year. He was wearing a brace up until like week fourteen. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. I just don't want to go into this season having like nothing against Akeem Adenogy. I just don't. I do not want to go into the season having him as our right tackle. I'm I'm sorry. Well, for me, Collins already had the back issues all year. He's had them for years. He's been injured in Dallas. Like, I, now, I'm not like saying we have to get rid of him. No, but I, I think we need to draft a good right tackle, and it would be crazy. It would be a little crazy to keep like a backup slash swing tackle for ten million, but I'm not opposed to it. You know, especially if we can get him back full strength. Okay, I know this is going outside the draft and all that, but I'm, I'm, I was just thinking about this. New Orleans Saints, $56 million over the cap. They have to make cuts. I mean, they, yeah, we did this last year, though. You're talking about Ramchak, the right yeah. tackle. Yeah, we yeah. thought that last year. And I'm just saying, though, man, 56, how are you going to cut $56 million? They, they find uh, a way. They, they can cut it easily by cutting Michael Thomas. He is like $53 million of cap hit this year. That is true. No, but last the Orleans year. Saints year in of year out showed us the cap yeah. doesn't really fucking exist because they cleared a bunch of cap by signing Taysom Hill to a hundred and forty million dollar deal. Yeah, no, no, there's ways going around the cap. I was told. Yeah, yeah which I, I, I would like to see us get creative. For the cap doesn't exist, in my opinion. No, no, it doesn't. But I'm just saying. Let, let's just say hypothetically, they want to get rid of Ramjack. They asked us for a second and a fifth. Would you do it? Yeah. I would – it'd be hard, but I, I'd have to do Because it. he's ready to go. He's ready. He's a proven he's a, he's a proven guy. We don't have to worry about – Right. They the only what? guys who know who what they are the... are Collins and Adenergy, and Collins isn't going to be able to play straight away. Adenergy's kind of a sack of shit outside of, like, a one game where he jumps in for a replacement. I'd be all in on Ryan Ramchek if we could get him. For what? What, was the, what were Second we giving up? You said second and a fifth. Yep, second and a fifth. What's the what's the cap hit? That's a good question. I haven't. I don't know what the cap hit would be. That's a good question, though. But I'm just saying, second and a fifth. I, I, I mean, no. I mean, the draft capital wise definitely would be under consideration. Um, especially like end of second. Right. Uh, his cap hits twenty one million dollars next year. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think we're doing that. Okay, yeah. Just Unless to... we did it and then restructured him. But I'm just telling you guys this: the guys, the great tackles, never make it to free agency. I'll give it. Armstead made it to free agency because he was over 30. He had injury issues. Even like the the best ones in free agency, they make it there for a reason, either because of injury issues or age, pretty much. Yeah. Really good ones they franchise tag. Like my everybody's saying, let's get Mike McGlinchey. I'm like, and I wanted McGlinchey a couple of years ago, but I'm just saying there's a reason he's hitting free agency right now. I think he has injury issues. I wouldn't be against it, but I'm just saying there's a reason he's hitting free agency, though. I mean, honestly, though, are we fine spending a shit ton of money if it keeps Joe up right? I am. Yes. I I what I'm doing it, I've said this on Strawberry. I will reach deep into my pocket. Go get all every chip I have at the casino. I'm going all in. That's what I'm. But that's to. a that's a double that's a double whammy though. 
Like you're like for a Ram check, you're giving up a second round pick and you're paying him twenty one million dollars. That's what I mean. You sign him and then restructure him. We don't restructure anything. If we're gonna do that, we need to go have a conversation with Joe Mixon right now. That's our own fucking fault then. Like, I know, like, no, I no, I don't disagree. Like, but it's true. Like, we don't restructure ever. Well, we if to... anyone from the Bengals watching, just fucking hire me as your GM. Hey, I fucking got well, you. Well, but I think I think the whole restructure thing is the whole. Uh, it's the whole cash thing, cash over cap. Like you got to have cash on hand. You got to give them the money up front to, for them to take less less cap hit. How would you feel? And we just don't do it because we don't like. Okay, we sold the naming rights, this, that, and the other, but that's the cash we're going to give to Burrow. I know they've got Kamara, but how would you feel if we gave them like a third and Joe Mixon for McGlinchey? Because that, like, the cap oh, we save from for Ramcheck. Yeah, because the cap we save from Mixon's more than half of what Ramcheck's cap hit would be. So it reduces his cap. Why rate. would they take another twelve million on from Mixon when they have Kamara? Because they'll restructure. Because it's the fucking same. Uh, no, the care, man. I'm sorry. I don't. <laughs> I know. No, when you get into these talks, you're like, you want the other team to fucking give us something, but that's not how it works. Like, unfortunately, I'm just saying they might. I know. The care, care, man. No, no. I, 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 I you're just. I'm sorry, man. I. No. Because the Saints do that sort of shit. They will restructure deals to make yeah. the player more money, but then somehow it's less. Well, no, restructuring, like, same thing did do restructuring. Would you want to restructure Tyler Boyd's contract if you knew that, if if you could? if you could? Yeah. I think you could. Do you think he'd be willing to do it, though? A lot of these guys, I think especially, like, the guys like Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins, Something's going to be said to him where it's like, do you want money or do you want fucking Super Bowl rings? Like, it's time for you to make the choice on what you really want. You can go get paid somewhere else after this, but in the immediate future, do you want a Super Bowl ring or do you want a new house? I think that's what we're going to be saying to a lot of guys. Do you want to take the cut to keep the gang together? And I think a lot of guys will say, wherever I go, I'm going to help us win a Super Bowl there and I'm going to take my money. And that, that's, certain guys. That is literally like veterans, but not guys on their second. If Joe takes slightly less, you than don't see value. guys. You don't see guys on their second contract just say, "Hey, I'll take less." No, you just don't. You don't see it. You just you don't, don't see it. Karen, we want them to think this. I hear people say all the time, "Oh, if I was him, I would." All right, Dale. Let me ask you something. Nick Bosa. Remember when he got hurt and he was supposed to come back, and he's like, "Look." I don't want to ruin my draft stock. I am just going to sit out the rest of the year for the draft. I know every Ohio State fan was pissed off about that, saying if I wasn't, I would have played those games. I'm like, no, he. I'm sorry. He made the right decision. He didn't want to screw up his draft stock or anything like that. I don't blame him one bit for doing that. That's the same. Like, these guys are not going to take less money. No, I'm not saying, like, a considerable less but something where they can backload deals so they're working with the team so the immediate future is Super Bowl runs and then their money comes towards the end of that contract. Like, anytime you sign with the Bengals, you're already typically taking less guaranteed money because we don't have the cash over cap 
type deal anyways. So we don't have the cash to get. That's why you see us saying, oh, well, it's 10 million guaranteed instead of on the yep. open market, they get 40 million guaranteed. Yep. You know, they have to trust that they're going to get their full contract. And that's the trust that Mike Brown has tried to build, which I, I know it's a little different now. We do things a little different, but we're still very similar. We don't see restructures. We don't see it. Till we see it, then we can talk about it and say we do it. Yeah. But we just don't, we haven't done it. Like, I spent so many off seasons talking about it. But Dale, I, the way they're changing, it wouldn't surprise me if it did happen eventually, though. It wouldn't, about restructuring, I get what you're saying, but the way they're willing to do this, it keeps going up and up and up. I mean, practice field, we thought we would never get, and look what's happening. I, it wouldn't, nothing would surprise me anymore. Right. We just need to see it. Yeah, exactly. I agree with that. Yeah. But it's also, we need to know that they have the cash to do, because that's the thing, at the end of the day, it is, that part is the cash. And I know the stadium naming rights and the, the Gates, you know, naming rights, Betfred, and different things that they've brought on. Uh, Paycor, you know, Betfred, all these different sponsors and this, that, and the other. However much money they're getting there, that million. But, but a lot of that is going to go toward Joe. Or it's going to go toward Jamar. Or hopefully it goes also toward T. But but that's it can only go so many places. Yeah, you know, you guys said to yourself, is T. Higgins worth keeping where you cut Bates, Pratt, and potentially three or maybe two or three? <laughs> That's what you gotta look at. I, I'm I'm like I I am resigned on the fact that we're gonna lose Pratt and Bates this year. No, no, it, it's gone. It's it's it, I, look, people keep saying, Oh, Pratt, maybe. I'm like, no, stop it. I'm sorry. I wanna keep him, but no. And I think it's I, I don't think that's going to hurt us that bad. I like a King but David Gators. I, I I love Pratt. He has balled out. I loved him. He was a safety converted to linebacker. I love that pick. He was literally like the second or third best linebacker in that entire draft. We got him in the third round. Yeah. And he balled out, and he's been great for us. I think he's going to continue to ball out. Oh, yeah. But I think we can't afford it. Like, it's just a fact. Simple as that, man. And we have Akeem Davis Gaither. We have Marcus Bailey. You know, we have Clay Johnston. We have Joe Bocci. We, we've got these these guys that I, I'm not going to say they're going to be as good as Pratt, but we a lot of times play two linebackers instead of three anyways. I yeah. think they can figure out something to make that work and not lose a ton. I mean, if you lost Higgins right now, no, no offense to Trent Irwin, man. Do we really see anybody that can film for T. Higgins or something as a bright? And, and Jamar goes down for four games. You got no T. Higgins. What the fuck? What the fuck do you have at receiver, honestly? In the Irwin season, baby. I'm sorry. No offense to all the others, but none. Especially if, God forbid, two guys go down. Do we really want our three? Top fucking wide receivers being Trent Taylor, Trent and Owen, and Tyler Boyd. No. <laughs> Look like the fucking Patriots out there. <laughs> fucking goat quarterback and then two white dudes from Walmart, which I, I fucking love Trenton. He tips well at my wife's restaurant, but like. I thought you were going to say you like Walmart. Like, <laughs> <laughs> deliver a tip at fucking Walmart, bro. 
No, I just I don't know. I we gotta keep Higgins and Chase, in my opinion. Well, but and I'm that's what we've talked about, about right? Even like even Mike him. even Mike Brown has talked about that. So it's like Yeah, that caught my attention the most. Mike I'm Brown. okay losing Tyler Boyd. I love him, but like in terms of winning games and making cap room, I'm fine losing Tyler Boyd. You're still yeah. gonna need to find a replacement because he's a damn good player. But as he gets older, you can't you can't lose Higgins or, or Chase when they're this good and the chemistry they have with Chase. Well, we, even to replace Tyler Boyd, we can go after guys like Hyatt. We can go after guys like Rashi Rice. We can go after guys like Kayshawn Butte. You can have two, more two tight end sets if you bring back Hurst and draft a Michael Mayer or a fucking uh, right. Darnell Washington. Mike Isecki. Mike Isecki can play the slot in free agency. I'd love more. I'm just saying. Like there's he, options. Like uh, even even better than like Darnell Washington, like fucking Sam Laporta or something out of Iowa. Iowa's a fucking tight end factory. Why don't we take a guy like him? Impossible. Laporta is not a good blocker, unfortunately, which but, pisses me off because I'm like, you're coming from Iowa. You're expected to be a good blocker. Like his tape frustrated me. So yeah, but 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 guys, guys, here's the thing though, Zach Taylor. Does he really truly, although he did it with Hurst this year, does he really truly believe in using the tight end, a receiving tight end that much? Does he really truly believe in that, do you think? I think so. Look at the coaching tree he comes from. Yeah, but no, Los Angeles did not really do that, though. They had Higby that was okay, but they really didn't do it that much, I don't think. But but they always have a tight end. They, they just do, didn't have the guy who was creating oh, separation. Yeah, okay, yeah, I'm just saying, though. Like, like Hayden Hurst up, and he had three other guys in front of him. I'm just saying, though, if you're getting a – if say if – although, like, now, if he had a chance to get Kittle or Kelsey, just the – he would make adjustments for that to happen. Let's put it Yeah, that. no, I, I think especially when it is a proven guy like Kelsey or Kittle, you will do, run a lot of schemes where they are getting the ball more just from mm-hmm. virtue of who they are. And you know what they can do with the ball in their hands. So you will try I agree with my guy Udi here, though. Boyd is underrated. He is like, underrated. He is that clutch guy that in the biggest moments, the biggest catches that you know you can rely on. And that. And that's what sucks. Like being, you know, his injuries, you know, being injured. Like, God, you don't think that he had a catch in him still? Yeah, no, no, no. He was the, the knock on boy coming to the draft that year when he, the only reason he was the second speed round was speed. That's it. That was it. That was all. Is if he did if it, if he had decent speed, he would have been a first round pick. He and, had decent speed. It's like yeah. that was the whole, you know, Mike Thomas thing too. Guys that run a four or five, well, they fucking suck. Not if they're elite route runners. No, Tyler Boyd, I mean, we saw that Chiefs game before he got hurt. Making some huge third big catches when we need them. Tyler Boyd is one of the most unappreciated players in the league, and all that. I, absolutely, I am not trying to rip on Tyler Boyd. I'm just saying, from a contract wise, that's all I'm saying. If we had to replace Tyler Boyd with something, well, he has he has one of the easiest contracts to get out of. You know what I mean? That's but look, but it, the seller cap's going up. Also, yeah. so it's but like, how old is Tyler Boyd? Is he thirty or? He's got to be 29 or 30. He's Do you think be in that range. Give him like, I don't know, three years around $20 million. I don't like know. another team or the Bengals? Like another team. Like would another team pay him? Obviously not $30 million or anything. 
But Maybe. You, you see it all the time, but it's typically it seems like those are the contracts that teams regret, like Jarvis Landry or, you know, these other slot receivers once they hit their 30, like it just seems like for whatever reason there is a draw. It used to be the old running, you know, running backs at a certain age. Right. Which I think it still is mostly just Frank Gore was a, a unicorn. Well, speaking of running backs, you look at there's a crap load of free agent running backs also that the Bengals could also look into free agency. There's a crap load of them, too. Like I say, that's the thing with Joe Mixon. I, I'm not trying to knock on Joe. There's just so many. We have like 20, 30 options we could go here, literally, at running back. I love the passion, boys. I mean, there's a lot. That's what I mean. It's, and I I was dreading getting to this offseason because that's the thing. Like, at the end of the day, we're not trying to fight or argue with each other, but it's no, no. there is a lot going on. And, they, and it's like, hell, at one minute, I could be passionate about one thing and I could sit back and be like, well, fuck, you know, shit, we need to save money for this. Like, it, it's a lot because you really have to balance. The salary cap has gone up, which should help, but at the end of the day, it goes up for all the other teams, which means your free agents, they can offer more money too, like Pratt and Bates. That's why I'm just kind of like, ah, they're probably gone, you know. Now teams have more money to throw at them. But it, it's good conversations, man. And we'll have a lot more of these throughout the offseason. We've, we've gone an hour and 15 minutes. We usually try to stick to an hour. I appreciate everybody in the chat. I appreciate you, Greg, and you, Karen. Um, tell the people where to find you guys and also just ran about one more player, free agent or draft. Karen, you go first. It's got to be BJ Ojolari. Come on. It's fair. I don't think, personally, I'm not going to try and get into it too much, but like, would you be adverse to taking him? Do we need another pass rusher? I mean, I, 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 one thing we did not come. I liked what I saw out of a sigh. But you can never have enough pass rushers, though. I agree. Like, but first round, first round, that pick compared to other positions, he's what my fourth, and maybe even, maybe even after sample because sample played well. He's my fifth. He's my fifth defensive end. Is he even going to play? You know, and I. First-round pick on him? I think he would be exceptional. I don't give a shit what anyone else says. I I, okay, but who's, who's spots, who snaps, how much is he playing? That's a fair question. I think you rotate him between, you know, Sam's snaps and Hendrickson's snaps because he gets that sort of pressure in. When and Osai, like, and Osai, Osai doesn't – Osai, you just get rid of him? You just keep rotating him until he eventually becomes a starter. Because Sam's not getting any younger. Hendrickson's not getting any younger. Get a guy who can play both sides. You figure out where he's best through rotation. And then when we have to let a guy go, we have to let a guy go. And we stick BJ in that spot. Yes, that is what LSU do. That's our hand symbol. What's up? That's, that's why I did it. It's fucking this guy in LSU. I'm just saying. He's a very good player. And in terms of like edge guys who are going to be available when we're picking, he's there. Okay, Can't but he... is that what we need in the first round? I don't give a shit what we need. It's what I want. Oh, jeez. 
We are drafting for depth essentially everywhere. Let's be real. We're not drafting guys who are going to be like day one prolific starters. I think sometimes you have to draft and think this guy should play this year. I know we didn't necessarily do it for Dax Hill, but we damn sure did it with Cam Taylor Britt. The plan was for him to take over about halfway through the year. Okay, that plan was still on until Cheeto got hurt. What if we trade up then and get like Paris Johnson or Skronoski? What, what if we just say fuck it and trade up and grab a tackle? Okay. Fuck it, do that. I don't, I don't care. Protect Joe. All right. Tell the people where to find you, Karen Horn, CFB. Yeah, over on Twitter. The book, the draft book's coming soon. I'm almost finished with the scouting reports. Is it all LSU players number one? <laughs> No, uh, there's not an LSU player on the list until I think the earliest is 27. Karen, if Tom Brady and Jamarcus Russell were both in the draft at the same time, be honest, who would you pick? Tom Number Brady. And you fucking retarded. You would have picked Jamarcus Russell. He would have. No, I didn't like Jamarcus Russell. I thought he couldn't throw the ball. Yeah, right. That guy could not pass the ball, and it, it showed. Okay. All right, Karen, I love you. Get some sleep. <laughs> All right, Greg, where can the people find you and rant about a prospect? Can it, no, you said prospect or free agent, right? Prospect. Okay, pro, okay, just prospect. Okay, um, uh, first of all, my, my Twitter name is Gregor09. I'm on Rally Around the Natty, which is, as of right now, is Mondays at 7 o'clock with Santori, Bangladesh, and Cincy James. But if I had to pick a prospect right now, that OSU kid, man, I mean, six foot eight, I mean, eight, nine and a half inch wingspan, I mean, as of right Come now. Come on, Jones! Sorry, man. That I mean, no, I like him. That dude, that dude, that dude's got potential, man. Let's just hope he can do it. One more thing I want to add to everybody out there. I know I've kept posting my parents' new dog's name. I know we went through like five or six names. I can promise you it's set in stone. The name is Lulu. That is set in stone right now. If it changes one more time, all of you can call me a liar. I will say Die Hard is a Christmas movie every time I come on a show. Promise. Uh, I heard it is a Christmas movie, though, so you'd just yeah, be admitting the truth. Just don't rub it in. But, yeah, I promise you the name is Lulu. Write that down. All right. Who that, Greg? Hey, buddy. Take care. All right, man. Thank you all for tuning in. Um, yeah, I like talking draft. Sorry, we'll get to more questions. I didn't get to half my – I didn't get to the whole defense. We'll, we'll do another show Saturday. Y'all probably won't even give a shit about talking Senior Bowl at that point, so – We'll just talk about what you guys want to talk about. The prospects you want to talk about, free agency you want to talk about. This is a long off season. We might end up talking about the same shit like 20 times, but that's fine because what the hell else are we going to do? But I do appreciate each and every one of you. Um, I'm at Del Waltman on Twitter, Del Waltman on Facebook, Bengals of Brews on Twitter, Facebook, whatever. Appreciate y'all. Love y'all. Who day? Cincinnati, we gon' rise and up. In the jungle, we unite and up. Trippin' on your black and white. Who day when we fight? Live and die in these stripes. Now who got a move rockin' on? Now who wanna move crossin' on? Now who wanna move out on? If you got stripes, then you let the city know you rock them. Yeah, we got them. Yeah, we got them. Black and orange, I'm on them. Single bottle, never stop it. So the beast, the beast, and know them. Who they rockin' with the diamond stripes? Flossin' on the wings, Cincinnati's.
in our veins, sparks gonna fly. The beast is awake, orange, black, and white. Cause when the jungle come alive, who dang?